Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, it's The Breakfast Huddle. Let's talk a little bit about the Great Resignation. It's a term we've heard so often over the past year or so. Yeah, and while it's unfolding in different countries differently, in Singapore, SMEs are experiencing this phenomenon more acutely than the rest of Asia-Pacific region and Japan as well. So SMEs in particular... So there was this uh, study by SAP and it's titled Transformational Talent, the Impact of the Great Resignation on Digital Transformation in uh, APJ's SMEs. It's found that 49% of Singapore SMEs say they are not finding it easy to deal with this great resignation. In fact, about three in five, 62% of SMEs here have also seen more staff resigning compared to a year ago. And the companies in Singapore are feeling the effect of this trend as it has directly impacted their digital transformation plans as well. You know, what's interesting is that 69% of SMEs say digital transformation is very important to their organization's survival over the next year. So you put that in mind, plus the great resignation uh, that's happening. I mean, this, this kind of sounds like it's going to mess things up where digital transformation is concerned. Let's find out more from Eileen Chua, who's Managing Director at SAP Singapore. Eileen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. Thank you very much for having me. You sound happy. Public holiday eve. You should be. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about this study. Uh, tell us more about it. Yeah, certainly. We are right at the back of our COVID recovery and, you know, the great resignation, which uh, we are all experiencing now, not just SMEs, has revealed, you know, SMEs workforce uh, vulnerabilities because many of them are facing challenges in hiring, retaining and upskilling talent. And uh, as Jeff said, right, this has led to many of the digital transformation programs, which they started before the start of COVID or during COVID, are being delayed or, or being thrown off course. And uh, it is uh, at a critical moment as, you know, SMEs are now looking to ramp up their long-term growth plans backed by digitalization. And, you know, these initiatives call for skilled talent, right, in order to drive this uh, progress. So the new study, which uh, we had just released, found that 9 in 10 SMEs in Asia, Pacific and Japan, citing workforce volatility, including, you know, the phenomenon of the great resignation as hindrances directly, uh, directly impacting their digital transformation plans. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, critical, right, given that many of them have uh, acknowledged that digital transformation is going to be key to their long-term uh, survival. And um, we, we focus primarily on SMEs because, you know, they've long been regarded as the backbone of Asia's economy, um, comprising 98% of businesses in Asia. And they're also a big employer, right, close to 50% of the workforce. And uh, we have also seen in recent years that uh, SMEs have become uh, more vulnerable to uncertainty, uh, the, the disruptions that we are seeing amidst us and the challenges of uh, world-changing events like the, you know, the pandemic, supply chain shock, and even the geopolitical tensions. So skilled talent is going to be the key imperative to drive digital transformation and uh, their long-term innovation. And clearly they are now at a crossroads impacting their ability to survive and thrive. 
Well, the thing is, compared to global companies, SMEs have always faced more challenges, haven't they, when it comes to hiring, retaining and upskilling. And this was the case even before COVID-19 and before this push towards digital transformation. What would you attribute the problems to specifically in the SME landscape? Yeah, so our study found that, you know, the most pressing challenges to digital transformation for SMEs is, is really their inability to attract, you know, mm. skilled talent to drive digital transformation. And uh, I think for the first time, the study also revealed that there is clearly a direct link between talent and, you know, the ability for SMEs to, you know, enable their future digital transformation success. 92% of Singapore SMEs says that you know, they are not able to fully carry out these plans because of the lack of resources. So the opportunity is now really for SMEs to begin to maintain and grow their talent. And this means prioritizing commitments to training, upskilling as much as they would prioritize their bottom line or, or sales revenue. And to start early, right, and proactively plan for the training required for your workforce, even before some of these digital transformation projects uh, begin to take flight. And uh, we're also starting to see that SMEs will need to see talent as being key to helping them unlock, you know, innovation and to drive digital transformation so that they could ultimately meet uh, evolving uh, customer expectations. And having that, you know, skilled work base will ensure that SMEs are agile enough, you know, to to pivot and uh, flexible enough to, to be able to innovate for the future. So having that optimal number of positions to to drive change management and to be those internal agents for progress will will certainly be key to help SMEs pursue future plans in the digital economy. Mm. So we know what SMEs have to do, but and and here we are talking on a public holiday eve. We, we, We sound happier, we feel more optimistic. On the back of things reopening here in Singapore... Is this optimism translating through for the SMEs? Say over the next 12 months, are they optimistic that they can fulfill these key priorities that they need to attend to? Yes, certainly it's a clear and present priority. And I think SMEs can perhaps take a look at what MNCs have been doing, right, in terms of the, you know, shifts that we are making to attract, you know, talent the great resignation is, is also a time when we are seeing the great hiring, right? Hence, <laughs> you know, we, are, we are looking at companies, re-looking really how they begin to create exceptional employee experiences, right? Curating more attractive workplaces and providing that competitive environment to upskill and, and retain talent and leaving antiquated work practices behind. And I think there are many lessons that SMEs can glean from, from MNCs. And, you know, the, this shift is becoming a lot more important because, you know, as employees are gradually returning to the office with renewed expectations. And, uh, you know, while working from home has also been a boon for autonomy, empowerment, uh, being able to decide when and where you work, this lack of uh, physical proximity to colleagues has also make, made it very challenging, right, to create close uh, personal bonds. Mm. So I think the advice is really to look at how SMEs and even uh, large enterprises should look at, you know, subtle ways of leveraging social connections to fuel success and foster greater connectedness in a hybrid work setting to engineer higher performing teams. And uh, I guess digital transformation cannot happen without people, right? And employees are very much the lifeblood uh, of of business. And even though we have uh, technology for every task, 
nothing can replace uh, that human touch and spirit. So the advice is really for leaders to, you know, really put the employees uh, front and center and everything that they do um, so that they could drive some of their deal transformation. Surely technology is an important element to meaningful digital change, but uh, without that human element, you will you know, quickly realise that technology is merely an enabler and, yeah. and not the core purpose of uh, any of their digital transformation programmes. Mm. Often it feels as if SMEs are in a quandary. It's a bit of a catch-22 situation, isn't it? I'm losing people, so I have to put in place policies to yeah. attract people, but I don't have the resources or the luxury of time to sit down and relook at all of these policies and manage the changes that are required for me to be able to do this. So what's your advice on how they can begin in a more considered manner that would also be effective and doable? Most of all, it's going to be doable. I think digital transformation doesn't have to be a huge undertaking. I think it's really about identifying areas within the organisation uh, where you can begin to unlock what I call the low-hanging fruits and, and bring about, you know, uh, great experiences for employees and customers. Well, a couple of things that SMEs can do to hold on to talent, uh, I will talk about this in, in two parts, uh, the people aspect and also in the use of technology. Right, so the study has echoed that, you know, talent, right, without a doubt, underpins the success of uh, a company's business transformation and the company's strategy. And, you know, in terms of building... Uh, people-dependent transformation plans. I think besides prioritizing their talent development, SMEs can also tap into, you know, the larger industry ecosystem and uh, identify partners that can help assist in their transformation plans and augment their internal capabilities, you know, for a successful transformation. Um, Employees will need, you know, tools, skills and technologies not only to drive business growth, but also to make time at their work uh, meaningful, productive, exciting and enjoyable, right? And I think all these factors help to retain a a valuable workforce that is motivated and empowered to drive uh, the business growth. So leveraging, you know, digital human experience management solutions such as the SAP Success Factors platform can make, you know, managing the employee lifecycle more transparent you know, easier to navigate and it also gives uh, employees the ability to proactively seek out, right, uh, feedback and to act on employees' needs in a more more proactive manner, right? So truly making that hire to retire process for the employee a delightful one, using technology to manage the life cycle, the moments that matter to an employee and also our experience management software called Qualtrics, you know, to tap into the motivations of our people and having the insights into the voice of the workforce in order to help a company, you know, shape their, their HR policies. We have been really fortunate to have worked with close to what, 2,000 customers, SME customers in Singapore, on their digital transformation journey. And one example is with uh, TDCX. They are a Singapore headquartered provider of digital customer experience solutions. And they grew eight times uh, to 16,000 employees during the pandemic, enabled by uh, our SAP Success Factors platform to keep pace with the rapid change and expansion uh, of their HR processes. And that expansion required you know, a global solution that could help them keep pace with uh, the country's ever-changing regulations around uh, COVID and compliance. And that's where we came in to, to support them, right, to, to be able to provide a simplified and effective IT platform. And, um, you know, they were successful in their global deployment across many countries and, and continents.
Eileen, I've got a bit of a sabotage question. Don't, uh, <laughs> pardon me. Eh? What if the person that's part of the Great Resignation is doing exactly what you, you, you were just talking about? Because I'm listening to it. If I'm an SME boss, I'm going, ah, I don't know what to do. Eileen, help me. Which one do I prioritize? Keeping my, my talent, but I got to digitalize at the same time. Uh, I can't take it anymore and I leave and there's, there's no continuity. You know, Because it, 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 it's a long run, this sort of thing. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, certainly. So, like I said right there, it doesn't have to be a big undertaking. You know, you've got to think big, got to start small. But most importantly, we are hoping that the, the Great Resignation will not dampen the SME's plan to, to continue to digitalize. We have found that, you know, SMEs were, were very resilient during the pandemic. And they, they took the opportunity to innovate, uh, to really change out the, the workforce. And I think there are now, you know, innovative technologies that will seek to improve, you know, productivity mm. within an organization without costing them an arm and a leg, right? So I guess, you know, if you look at the future of work and you really want to focus on en- enriching the employee experience, Every job, you know, would have roles which an employee would, would rather avoid, right? So I guess it's really about seeking out some of these inefficiencies that could bring about uh, a change and deliver direct impact to the business and, and to the customers. And I guess one example would be the use of um, robotic process automation. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not expensive, like to implement. It's where we could use uh, RPA to automate and simplify Perhaps some of the more mundane back-end processes, such as, you know, uh, how do you administer a travel expense or an invoice management process? This would just help your finance team, for example, be more productive and they'll have access to, to more accurate data, right? So I guess, you know, with more control over your cash flow, you'll have better visibility into spending the ability to respond faster to change. So many of these tools are already available and, you know, it doesn't cost SMEs and I'm in a leg to put them um, into practice in the environment. And uh, we have, again, done many of such uh, initiatives and projects with uh, our local customers. Again, I'd like to cite an iconic brand, Jumbo Seafood, mm-hmm. uh, the FMV industry, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted to deliver exceptional customer dining experiences and ensure that, you know, the, that whole order to deliver process was a lot more seamless. And uh, they were able to tap into advanced technologies such as the Internet of Things to improve outlet and central kitchen operations and to leverage uh, artificial intelligence and chatbots, right, to to really personalize those customer experiences. So there's much uh, to be done, right? Uh, Mm. And it doesn't have to be a huge undertaking that would cost uh, SMEs uh, an arm and a leg. The thing is, Eileen, SMEs have suffered from a bad rep over the last few decades, right? Singaporean workers generally want to work for MNCs. And now the big thing is startups, the next unicorn. So amid all of this, in your experience, while SMEs are implementing all of these technologies, changing their HR policies and all that, uh, to what extent are they really succeeding in getting the word out there and attracting the right types of talent. I just want to get your thoughts on this, even though I know it may not be entirely your area of expertise. But I'm sure you want to support your clients through that process as well, right? To see that all of these changes do bear fruit at the end of the day. Certainly. And uh, it's interesting that you brought up this point. So even before the onset of the Great Resignation, um, we found out through an earlier survey conducted last year that, you know, employee engagement in Singapore actually lacked behind the global average, right? And um, 
the report actually scored employee engagement at just 47%, particularly in SMEs. Um, what we've found is that, you know, to really move the needle, SMEs have got to do their part to make employees feel that, you know, they're, they're truly listening and that they're turning their feedback into tangible actions because, you know, there truly is a strong correlation between uh, employee engagement and how one feels about their work and the company's strategic objectives. So my advice to SMEs would be to, to listen, right, to actively seek employee feedback so that that helps to define your company culture and uh, refine your HR policies. Uh, the second point would really to make that connection, right, between how each role or a person within the organization contributes to the realization of the company's larger purpose and statement in a more tangible way so that, you know, you, they feel a sense of connectedness. And I think the final piece of advice is, you know, career versus jobs, right? How can SMEs and even large enterprises like ourselves take a longer-term view on the development of our talent by, by focusing not just on, you know, the, the day-to-day jobs that they do, but they are enjoying career within the organization and uh, to look for opportunities to help them grow into their next role or even the subsequent roles thereafter. So I believe this proactive approach to talent management will also help build that bench strength and aid in uh, succession planning and hopefully, you know, turn the tide against uh, the great resignation. We've been speaking with Eileen Chua, who's Managing Director at SAP Singapore. Eileen, appreciate your time this morning. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.